Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and Merry Christmas to you all. During the season of Advent, we sometimes associate four different words with the different candles of the Advent wreath, and we talk about hope leading to peace, leading to faith, leading to love. But I would suggest to you this morning that there are also four words of Christmas, but because we don't have anything in sets of fours at Christmas, we often don't think of them that way. And those four words all come from the reading that we hear every single Christmas morning from John's gospel. Light, life, grace, and truth. These are the four things that come to us through Jesus Christ, whose incarnation we celebrate this morning. Now, back a long time ago, an author by the name of George Orwell wrote a very famous book called 1984. And it took a little while for 1984 to start to come more to fruition in the world. But sure enough, here we sort of are. And one of the themes of 1984 is how truth is replaced with lies how life is replaced with slavery, how grace and forgiveness and undeserved kindness is replaced with war and light even gets covered up by ignorance. 1984, the world's divided into three different continents and the continent that's the focus of the book has several ministries that run things. And one of the most important of them, of course, is the ministry of truth. The irony is, of course, that the ministry of truth mostly markets lies. In fact, it's almost all it does. It is a machine of propaganda to keep people from knowing the truth, to keep people from having life, and that locks them into a war without end. A steady drumbeat of war, slavery, and ignorance, so much so that that becomes the slogan of this country. War is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. And at the very end of the book, the government of this country that's personified by Big Brother finally has his way with the main character in the book, Winston Smith. He gazed up at the enormous face, 40 years it had taken him to learn what kind of smile was hidden beneath the dark mustache. Oh, cruel, needless misunderstanding. Oh, stubborn, self-willed exile from the loving breast. Two gin-scented tears trickled down the sides of his nose, but it was all right. Everything was all right. The struggle was finished. He had won the victory over himself. He loved Big Brother. This is a story of what happens to the human race when it falls bondage to the father of lies, who is Satan. This is the bondage that Jesus has come to free us from. This is the light into whose darkness he comes to shine. This is the truth that he comes to speak, and it is the grace that he wants us to have in our heart rather than constant, constant jealousy, bickering, and violence. The internet that was supposed to free us all, supposed to give us information at the touch of our fingers, has become an equally a cesspool of lies, where now it has become incredibly difficult to tell what is truth from what is fiction. The internet has truly become a playground for both angels 
and for devils, where we run into both the truth and to the ministry of truth's lies. Lies lead to war. Lies lead to misunderstanding between countries. We no longer extend grace or, as Luther urged us to in the catechism, put the best construction on things. <clears throat> but instead, we find our minds and even our own hearts flooded with conspiracy theories that turn us on each other, think the worst of each other, consider us all capable of incredible evil. And that, in turn causes us to trade life for slavery, slavery to fear. Satan is happiest when we are all living in fear rather than respect and honor of God. Fear is also the devil's native language. He wants us to be terrified, scared of everything, which is why the apostle John writes that perfect love who is, of course, Jesus Christ, as Paul speaks of in 1 Corinthians 13, casts out fear. Christ and fear cannot coexist. Do not be anxious, said Jesus. Are not the hairs on your head counted, even those of us who are losing the hairs on our head? God knows everyone, and are you not of more value than a sparrow? If the one who has created the universe would deign to become a little baby, would suffer and die for you and rise again from the tomb. If he would do all those things for you, what is there truly to fear? Fear, of course, leads ultimately to ignorance, which is just another word for darkness, which is why Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He who walks in me will see the world as it truly is. Fallen? Yes. Will see the sin in their own heart? Yes. But will see God not as a terrible, distant, unknowable judge, but see him in the face of Jesus Christ. Into this world consumed with lies and war and slavery and ignorance, every single Christmas morning, we hear these words. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God without him was not anything made. And what was made in him was life. And the life was the light of men. <laughs> the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it, understood it, snuffed it out, hidden it from the world. And the word became flesh and tabernacled among us, became the temple of God in our midst. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the logos. That is the ancient Greek word that we translate as word. He is reason, logic, dispassionate and clear truth, crystal clear light. Come into the world and into your life to give you life. The one who sets us free from the slavery to sin and to fear. The one who is the light of the world. That even the world and the devil, and even our own darkness cannot ever extinguish. And from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace, undeserved kindness piled upon undeserved kindness, that God would make us his enemies into his children, simply out of love for us. 
The law was given through Moses. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. And you shall not covet. We know these things and we know how we have failed them at each and every turn. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, in whom we have the forgiveness of sins and the promise that God has not forsaken us and that there is truly nothing to fear, that the bonds of our slavery to sin and the devil have been broken and that we who live in the shadow of death now have life. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side has made him known. It is in Jesus that we see the true face of our heavenly Father and the Son and through whom comes the Spirit. That is the truth about God that Jesus reveals. And the truth about God is he desires to bring light and life and grace. Grace upon grace. So that each and every human on earth may by the work of the Spirit at some point in their life gaze up at the rugged cross and say it has taken years to learn what kind of life was hidden behind that death. Oh, cruel, needless misunderstanding. Oh, stubborn, self-willed exile from the loving breast of God himself. But it was all right. Everything was now all right. The struggle was finished. Christ had won the victory over death. And Jesus had come to love us. Amen.